Don't mind your business. Mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. Hello, my name is Ayoka and welcome to or back to my podcast. In this episode, I wanted to talk about body hair and femininity femininity standards and how they're connected. Today, I have the host of Teen Feminist Podcast with me here. Would you like to give yourself a little introduction? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I know this collab is long overdue. Um, so if you guys do not know, my name is Sharjah. My pronouns are she, they. Um, I am the host of Teen Feminist Podcast. We have been around since February 2021 and have now gone to 10,000 plays. Um, and also we are a podcast that's about teen activism and teen it's teen feminist basically and sharing topics and social justice issues with teens around the world um about things that are important basically spreading words on things that are very important in our world like last week's episode was all about everything happening in the world right now like from afghanistan to the trial of the murders of elijah mcqueen etc etc we try to vary our topics every week or every other week depending on when we have episodes and yeah yep definitely go make sure to check out her podcast i will link it down below in the episode description along with everything else cool now let's get into the episode there have been several different hair removal methods throughout history and around the world. In the 1900s, as dresses became shorter and women started to showing their legs and their arms, and as the World War started, the materials that made up stockings that women wore were in short supply. So basically, instead of wearing stockings, they started painting on stockings with cosmetic products in order to make it work. And in order to make it work, they'd have to shave their legs. Gillette, which is still a very popular razor brand today, started advertising and selling towards women, and that's how razors began to gain popularity. Now, shaving and not shaving, body hair and lack of body hair, is usually associated with femininity and masculinity. In fact, Charles Darwin, the guy who did the whole theory of evolution, associated having less hair with being more evolved in a book of his. And another point that was made by him was that men should be hairier than women, which, of course, we can even still see that as a standard today. So yeah. what do you think about how femininity and masculinity play a role in the body hair standards? Um, so I think I agree with his first point, like because we involved from, for example, chimpanzees, chimpanzees, sorry, um, and other types of like animals that have humor, humor, humanistic features. I understand the point of like, it's a part of evolution, you know. I understand that. But the his second point, I totally do not agree with. I do not agree that the fact that women should have less hair than men it just shows a level of masculinity in its toxic form. Like it's a, it's not supposed to be a, a gender divide. Like body hair should be depending on the person and how they feel comfortable in our society with body hair. So I think that, um, I didn't actually know your point at first about the fact that um, it was like a thing that was made because of traditions in the last century. I didn't know that at first, but um, I do understand that it has been associated with um, 
femininity, even though there are lots of feminists and fem sorry, there are lots of feminine people out there who don't decide to shave their body hair, and that still makes them a woman. It should not like because like, I think the most stigmatizing is really armpit hair because that's the most seen and that's like the most I don't know how you say like lumpiest if that makes any sense. And I think that legs are next. And, you know, like my mom would say to me a lot when I was younger that like just made her feel good, you know, made her feel more feminine. But I don't think that body hair should be associated with femininity whatsoever because it's not like the way you look is your gender expression and how you view yourself because society's ideas of women should not be put on you specifically but I understand the fact that that does play a humongous role into women deciding what they want to do with their body hair I personally think that I like to freely armpit hair and I don't really shave my um legs or arms or anything because it's like I'm Puerto Rican so it's just part of me it's just gonna grow back thicker just you know but I think one thing that a lot of young girls, I believe, go through is being shamed, for example, for like lip on like hair on the lips when they're younger. Like I have a lot of friends who've told me horror stories of men shaming women for having hair on their lips. Like when I was in third grade, um, this there was actually a club dedicated to shaming my body hair, which I did not even know about until a couple of weeks ago, which I've kind of been able to reflect on a lot. And it just made me reflect on the fact that I let their opinions of how I should look affect me. Because after that, I came crying home to my mom and was like, I want to shave my um, hair on my lip. I want to shave it. I want to shave it because of how I felt, because of society's points of view of me. So I think that the, ma the, ba like the major point of body hair related to femininity is the fact that you know, it's people's ideas of women. Women should be however they want to be perceived. Women should not be less than men or should have to be perceived in a certain way because that's how women should be in air quotes. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you completely. You made some excellent points. And I don't think body hair should be a gendered thing, yet sadly in this society it is. Our yeah. gender should be based off of how we feel and it shouldn't be associated with something as simple and as natural as body hair shouldn't be associated with femininity or masculinity. It should just be there. It's literally natural. And the fact that people feel the need to shame and criticize others for it is just very disappointing. Yeah, we have tried. We say that we are a progressive society, or at least in America we do, but really we just hide it better than other countries. Like, you know, it's, it, it's the same thing with um, LGBTQ rights and women's rights related to, you know, the abortion ban, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, we just hide it better than other countries. We aren't that progressive if we're still like, living in the society where we teach men or young boys that it's okay to have these ideas of women or that we teach young girls and young people that they have to shave their body hair to look feminine. And that's just not okay. Yeah, the fact that some people get so riled up whenever they see a woman with armpit hair or a woman with body hair. I, I even know. saw an Instagram post where um, I believe it was Madonna's daughter. She had her arm up and she had armpit hair and everyone in the, 
at, it was at the Met Gala for her Met Gala look. And everyone in the comments was just utterly disgusting towards her and so rude. I over know. something something as simple as that. Yeah. I feel like, because, like, I think, like, one thing people associate with, like, body hair is, like, if you, because, like, I think it's, like, a totally unrelated note, kind of, but, like, women who I who are cisgender and are straight can also do this. Like, it's not something just for LGBTQ women or, like, non-binary women. You know, it's, it shouldn't be associated with your gender, you know? And, it, like, sometimes it is about gender expression, like I said before. Sometimes it does show a different part of yourself to the world and makes you feel happy about what how you choose to identify, you know? But it shouldn't be just about women part of the LGBTQ community. And it shouldn't, and people that look or perceive as women should not be ashamed for it, period. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I think although this whole um, standard of femininity and masculinity um, connecting to body hair, I wouldn't say it's necessarily as harsh on men, although I do feel as though it still does impact them as well. I've noticed that people may try to insult a man for having no mustache or having no chest hairs or make fun of them for shaving their legs if a man chooses to shave their legs rather than keeping the hair there. Like one thing that I see with people, especially my age, 13, 14, as we're in eighth grade, is the fact that lots of men or young boys, like as I could say, are praised for having a mustache or whatever, or growing that, or praised for getting their first armpit hair or their first chest hair. Like it's something that is a double standard. Like when women get that, it's just like, ew, it's so gross puberty all that stuff it just it shouldn't be a double standard like why is it okay for men to have body hair and are praised by their friends and are seen as grown men when when women and people that look or perceived are as women get that and then they're shamed like how is that fair how do we still live in a society where there's double standards everywhere we look for men and women and for other genders yeah, for men, it's like a little for boys, it's like an accomplishment to have to grow or have body hair. And then for girls, it's like, oh, my gosh, you have a little bit of hair there. You're disgusting. You're manly and all of that. And they get shamed. Yeah. for it. And this whole smooth and hairlessness thing was also a thing to try and separate the high class white woman from the lower and middle class woman of color and immigrants. And even now, women of color are judged so much more harshly if they have body hair, starting from the fact that people will often try to say that black women are dirt more dirty or more masculine. So that puts us up, puts up another standard against us even more if we have body hair. I totally and, agree. Yeah. Many people try to frame this whole body hair debate, this whole body hair situation and issue as an oh my gosh, only lazy white feminists care about this. But I no. really think that there needs to be more nuance on the topic and more people of color need to talk about it and talk about their experiences with it as well. Yeah, I feel like you are totally right with that. Like people don't understand the intersectionality with these different topics. Like it affects women of color and especially black women way more than it affects a white woman because, you know, we live in a society where it's like race plus gender. It just, it's a balance and we have to be able to see that level of privilege, you know, like, I think I was talking about this another episode before, but the fact was that during the women's right movement, 
white women were not advocating for women of color. They were just advocating for their rights. And after they got their rights, they were done. And that's not fair. That's not fair. If you are a woman, support all women, period. Yeah, definitely. That's why I always want to stress the importance of intersectionality because um, we women need to focus, look at issues of all women because not every issue that impacts a white woman is going to impact a black woman the exact same way. Yes. It could be harsher or in a different way. And oftentimes women in society are pressured to shave their body hair. For many girls, they may, may even start shaving as soon as they enter middle school. And usually this is because of society's expectations and peer pressure and being shamed and forced, kind of forced into shaving. How do you feel about that? Um, I totally agree. I think I have a lot of friends that I like. I So this is a little middle school story time for you. Um, basically, I think or I thought before knowing this, that all my friends in my school were just like and all of them are white um, or, or like not people of color. It, it, it like it varies, you know, so most of them like, OK, actually, it's true. All my friends that I'm talking about right now were, are white. So it's just I always thought that they were just perfect, you know, because they had no body hair and they were just so confident in their bodies. You know, like I thought that was the way. I thought I had to either dye my arm hair and stuff because of just showing all the time, or I had to just shave it all off and take like an hour or two out of my week every week to shave that or even more time. You know, because I still personally feel uncomfortable showing like my hairy legs in photos sometimes like with an up close photo because it's just like society's expectations of women and I feel like that's my own insecurities that I want to work on but back to my story uh basically I have these I had these friends that they moved away now but in middle school if you started middle school I wanted to look exactly like them because they had the perfect body they never they were perfectly skinny all the time first of all, you know, and I felt like sometimes I had extra weight and I would be ashamed for that, like by people in my family. And then I felt self-conscious. And then the fact that on, on top of that, I would also have like my friends that looked like supermodels that were just hairless in all places. And then I realized or then I asked them actually about this because I was just feeling really insecure and I wanted something that would help me with my insecurity. So basically I asked them, you know, what do you, like, how are you so hairless? And then just like, well, my mom taught me how to do it when I was very young. And that just, it just made me feel so sad because it's like, that's something that young girls shouldn't have to worry about. People, women should not have to worry at a young age about, how to get a boy or how to look perfect. People should be worrying about smarts and sports and all these things that make a woman a woman or make women just people, you know? It, that shouldn't be the main focus of a young girl. Like that shouldn't be a main focus. And the fact that that's something that happens, I know personally for my friends, lots of times. I think that probably one, three, or maybe two and three girls in America get that talk or get like, how can I look perfect? And then usually a mom would say, shave. Like that shouldn't be something 
like that that happens I just think that's something that shouldn't happen and even my mom gave me that talk and I just was like no I want to challenge the stereotypes because that's something that shouldn't be put on women so yeah that's my little story time for you yeah and I think it's so sad it feels like girls are being taught that they need to look a certain way and they're being compared and they're comparing themselves to supermodels and models and Instagram fashion Nova baddies and all of that even younger and it's like they don't even have a tween phase anymore they just go on to trying to look like an adult and look like all these fashion influencers and everybody on Instagram I and on social media like the biggest problems with Instagram and social media like obviously I'm just I would not be able to live in the middle like the millennial age where they didn't have phones or Instagram because I just it's just part of life now but just there are negative sides to Instagram like there are so many people that are just look fit they look so pretty they look hairless and etc cetera, etc cetera. when really humans were made with hair for a reason it actually keeps us warm and that was like one of the main things so just like I my personal note to all the girls or people out there that are feeling insecure about their body hair is that you do you you watch as many like um, motivational speakers or whatever that you need to feel secure in your body because women should not have to shave. I think it's all about choice. Like some women feel better with shaving and I can't judge them because that's their personal preference. But if you choose not to shave, if you choose not to shave, I totally support you because women should not have to. And that's the same thing with the, uni- the unibrow, of course. Like, women should not have to shave that. You know, that's people, it's just like, there's so many levels of body hair that we should talk about, but don't have time for. But it's just the fact that women and people out there that are listening to this episode, please know that you do you, okay? Because your body, your choice, and you shouldn't be peer pressured or put on by society's expectations of women to look a certain way when you don't feel like that you have to look like that. So, yeah. Yes. And expanding on that, many pressures are put on women to modify their bodies to what society sees as the beauty standard or or to try to be attractive and pretty as and comparing themselves to other people and to look a certain way. And people will go to extremes to change certain things about the way they look. And they'll usually say that they do it for themselves or to make themselves feel better. But at the same time, I think people do need to recognize that sometimes there is an outside influence on that. And when women are literally shamed for having something that's natural that isn't hurting themselves, that isn't hurting anybody else, then that definitely becomes problematic. So how do you believe that the pressure women have to fit into some beauty standards may be hurting hurting them? Oh, um, so I think, can you repeat the question one more time? Sorry. Yeah. How do you believe that the pressure women have to fit into some beauty standards may be hurting them? I think that the pressures are extremely high. I think women every day, just even looking in the mirror, we find something to shame because of society, you know, like, or for example, acne, if you're a teen or even a woman, you know, uh, like extra body fat where your uterus is or body hair like what this episode's about I think we all 
by looking in the mirror every morning, find something to shame because of social media or because of society's expectations of women. So I think it does hurt us a lot and it makes us feel really bad about ourselves. And I know a lot of women and girls out there that do feel like they should either, you know, become anorexic so they can make themselves look skinnier or this or that because of society. And it does hurt a lot of women in this day and age. And it shouldn't. Women should be able to feel as empowered as a man does every time he walks out with his mustache. Like that's not fair. It's not fair that there's this expectation on women. And then even when you are trying to free the armpit hair or free the upper hair on the lip it's still you get either looks on the streets like which because that's just the society we live in young or like old men that just give you looks or you get judged or catcalled and it just there's so many levels that really make it so bad to be honest and I think that it hurts women in different ways depending on where they are located and how bad certain things are so I think, yeah, it does hurt women. These societies, the society expectations of women do hurt women. And they hurt them in a negative way that makes them feel so bad about themselves. And from personal experience, I think that the fact that there is so much pressure to look a certain way because of the society we've grown or we're grown into is just wrong. We need to change that. As Gen Z, that's our job. We need to change these stereotypes. We need to change these expectations that we put on different types of people. Yeah, especially the fact that so many people will value achieving a certain unattainable standard of beauty rather than actually valuing their health. And I think if someone cannot bear to envision a day or a time where they go unshaved or if they think that body hair is completely disgusting, then I feel like it's not completely a matter of personal choice. And I think that's because of the myths and negative connotations connotations surrounding and told about body hair. First of all, people will often claim that body hair is unhygienic and that it holds more sweat and grows more bacteria and stuff like that. When in reality, it's almost actually the opposite. Hair is there to protect us from pathogens and potential infections. Even shaving too much can give you small cuts, which allows bacteria to get in. And still, we have hair on our heads. So I don't know why people always try to use the it's unhygienic argument because we wash our hair on the head, on our heads and it's still good. Just like every other part of our body. That's so interesting. Like sometimes I because I think most people that either like free the armpit hair usually shave at least like once or twice a month just for it to not get too long, you know. But I didn't know that. I didn't know that um, it wasn't actually like it was better not to shave because it actually I didn't know that. Thank you for educating me on something new. I really did. I learned something new. Yeah, it's like like a common misconception. I see so many people say that and they'll use that as a a reason to shame other people for having body hair. They'll say that it's unclean and dirty and disgusting when in reality it's not. Yes. So do you. If you know any other body hair myths or anything else like that, how do you think that's impacted the way body hair is viewed on a woman? Um, I think uh, one is uh, this one like is like uh, 
bikini lines if that not bikini lines uh like bikini hair if that makes any sense i forgot what it's exactly called but i think that really makes a lot of women and girls with uteruses or women with uteruses people with uteruses feel very insecure you know about down there like obviously shaving is like something that i guess a lot of people do or waxing or you know there's different types of ways of getting rid of hair but I feel like it makes a lot of people very insecure about down there. And people shouldn't because that's a natural thing. Guys have it, girls have it. But for some reason, women are shamed for it. And it's not fair. I think that really impacts the way we view each other and we view ourselves, especially during the summer. And, you know, and when people say hot girl summer, for example, people just think about like, looking cute in a bikini and I didn't that should not like suggest or mean that you have to shave down there like hot girl summer is any time where you are feeling good about yourself and I think that's something that we really need to talk about more not pleasing others but pleasing yourself yeah I think um this whole shaving thing it's just a standard that people go with and so many people don't even question why it's associated with femininity why shaving is associated with femininity, femin- oh my gosh, femininity, and why there's all these myths and misconceptions around it and why people feel pressure to do it. Yes. And whenever I see someone with body hair, whether that's on Instagram or TikTok, a woman specifically, whenever I see a woman with body hair, whether that's on Instagram or TikTok, the comments will always be saying that's so disgusting or I don't find it attractive, but you do you which makes me wonder why, why people constantly feel the need to give their opinion on what they find attractive on someone else, why they constantly feel the need to comment on it. Just make other people feel hurt. Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it. And when I mean that, doesn't mean saying something hurtful, then saying something nice or, like, something remote, like, not nice, but not, like, I don't know, sorry. Uh, just... When I mean that, I don't mean that you can just comment the negative thing and then say something nice. Like, that's not how it works. Just don't say anything at all if you have no nice thing to say about it. Because it's not affecting you. Like, you don't even know that person. It's just like, you just watch your TikToks. So why are you talking about their, just why? Exactly. It's so unnecessary. And the fact that so many things in the world revolve, so many people, things in the world revolve around whether someone finds it attractive when it's on another person's body and that people feel entitled to state that, oh, I don't find this attractive, but you do you. And all of that is so weird. And I think it's completely fine when someone has a preference to shave or be hairless. That's completely fine. But when they feel the need to police and shame other women about it, police other women on their own bodies, that's pretty messed up and problematic. Yes. And also the fact that even in shaving or razor or hair removal products commercials, the woman in the commercials will already have no hair while they're shaving. And then people see body hair on women as such an abnormal, such a weird thing when really it's totally normal. And I think it should be normalized. So what do you think about the normalization of body hair? I think we totally need to normalize it. It's something that should have already been normalized. And I think 
one of the things that put a factor into it not being normalized is cisgender white men who believe that women should be perfect in their eyes. In their eyes, women should be white or and women should be hairless and women should be skinny and not show any emotions and just agree with everything they say. So I think it's just, it's something that has levels and I think that it should already be normalized, but because of these problematic people, um, it's just not. And I think that's what we need to work as as a future generation to change. Yeah, and I do know there was like um, in the 60s or 70s, there were some feminists that tried to normalize body hair. And then back in 2015, there were feminists that were trying to normalize armpit hair by dyeing it. But that whole thing kind of died down. Although I do know there's still people that have body hair and are just living their life proudly with it. Yes. And the idea that a woman just existing with body hair is seen as a political statement. And so many people say, oh, she's so rebellious for breaking beauty standards and all of that, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But I do hope that we can get to the point where someone existing with simply existing in their own body with body hair isn't seen as a statement because that's literally just the body in its natural state. And it's like some people feel threatened just by some people simply being, simply existing with body hair. And even not, even just not regarding body hair, if we go on a much larger scale, a lot of stuff regarding people's bodies is seen as a statement. For example, wearing afros, it's like seen as a statement of resistance. So what do you think about all of that? Um, I totally agree. I think obviously it's like something that will take time. But I think that it's true. Things, body hair should not be seen as just being rebellious against the beauty, the beauty norms and beauty standards. I think in terms of like an Afro, I think it should be about celebrating culture instead of just being about something completely opposite or not even related at all. I think the fact is that women and people should be allowed to wear their body hair and armpit hair freely and not feel like they're being constantly judged. And I think that's something that women will have, it will take time, it will take time. And we are on our way, but it's something that the entire world needs to work on. And it's just not fair. It's really not fair that the fact is that doing certain things when you're a woman is, is rebellious or it's, just like it shouldn't be happening, et cetera, et cetera. I think that there is so much that we can change as the future generation, which is very important. Yep, definitely. So basically to wrap it all up, I do think women should definitely shave, remove hair, wax, epilate, whatever they do, if they want to, and leave the hair if they also want to, if they don't want to shave or anything like that. And I am, no, I am in no way trying to shame people for removing hair. And that's literally the, the norm in society. And even I, I shave if I want to, if I'm in the mood to. Although I don't really have any hair on my arms and I have barely any hair on my legs, it's not really noticeable. So really the only thing that's noticeable or prominent is armpit and bikini line area hair. However, I do think we should all acknowledge the ways in which some of these shaving and body hair beauty standards are hurting women, and we should definitely not criticize others for having body hair. 
I totally agree. I think that this episode is not about shaming women and people that do shave because it's a it's something that you know it's just part of our standard. But it's also this episode is also about the fact that we need to spread awareness of the fact that these women who do shave, you know, and do do this stuff, that there's another option that it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing that because your mom's telling you to, or your boyfriend's telling you to, or even your girlfriend or society in general is telling you. I think you should be doing it and shaving because that's what makes you feel good, not everybody else around you. Do not give into peer pressure, please do not. That's the main goal of this episode, I believe. Yeah, I think people should be able to feel comfortable in their own body by doing whatever they want, but they shouldn't shame or criticize others for it. Thank you so much for coming onto my podcast and make sure to check out Teen Feminist Podcast. I recently did a collab with them on critical race theory. I don't know. When is that episode coming out? Um, it's coming out this Friday. Oh, okay. It'll be out this Friday. And if you and it will be linked in oh oh i'll have their podcast linked in the description if you like this episode leave a review on apple Podcasts and follow my podcast on instagram tiktok and pinterest that is it for today i hope you have a lovely rest of the day evening night wherever you are in the world and goodbye bye